My name is Willie Briscoe, and I serve at North Coast Calvary Chapel as one of the current board members, as well as I serve in Hope Leadership Academy, serving fatherless kids and introducing these children to their Heavenly Father through uh, ministry and discipleship. And I've been given the opportunity this morning um, to share about Job 5. And um, Job 5 is, is all about friends. And um, we all have friends and it's important, especially as a believer, who we choose as our friends. Um, the Bible has a lot to say about this. And, and Job is um, going through one of the most difficult things, the most difficult thing that he would ever have to endure in this life. In this life. And, and he's come to a critical point where his friends begin to speak into his life and they begin to um, share their wisdom and discernment and um, to say the least, to say it in a nice way, most of them were wrong in how they were discerning the situation Job was in. Um, in, in heavenly places, God is working out uh, Job's story for time and eternity that we would even be using it thousands of years later as we use the, use the story of Job, seeing the battle or the conversation between Satan and the Lord and how Job was just a testament to God's faithfulness and patience. Um, but Eliphaz, the first friend to speak out on Job's behalf, um, would use a lot of wise and discerning phrases and even truths about God, but he didn't really know what God was doing in Job's life. Um, for instance, in verse six, he says, for distress does not grow out of the soil and trouble does not sprout from the ground. And the inference there is just that you, you must have done something, Job. There's some sin in your life. There's something that you've done wrong and um, you just need to confess it and, and God will restore all that you lost and all the pain that you and your wife are going through. And the first five or seven verses are, are basically just saying, fess up, Job. And then the, um, the next several verses speaks to God's kind of faithfulness and kind of who God is. And, and um, God wouldn't be doing this to you if, if you were living righteously. Um, I remember when I, I started the Ministry of Hope Leadership Foundation 12, 13 years ago. And, and, um, and I met with what I thought was and still are some of the most godliest and, and wise and discerning people in my life. And um, I would say two-thirds of those people counseled me not to start ministry, not to start a ministry um, in the socioeconomic times we were living in right after the crash in, early, in the 2000s and, and, um, and the economy was bad, um, giving was down, all of these things were down. But I sensed from spending time with the Lord that he needed or wanted me to um, serve people that really needed help at that time. Um, my, my justification was if things are bad for us and we live in North County and um, have our basic needs met, how much more difficult is a single mom or a single um, parent or a, a kid that's living on the couch of their grandparents, how much worse are things for them? And so I, I think one of the arguments here is that um, it is wise. The Bible has a lot to say about having wise counsel and good friends in our lives. And we need to have those. But um, I think the most important thing we can have is a, a close relationship with Jesus. Um, and, and he says, my, my sheep know me and they know my voice. They hear me and they know my voice. And, and we need to know the voice of 
of Jesus. We need to know when um, he's calling us out of a group. There's a time, I think, believe in a person's life, in a man's life, that um, there are directives that are given, and it's, and it's basically you and Jesus. And you need to know that voice to, to discern whether or not you should go left when, when um, even good godly people are telling you to go right. Um, I believe the, uh, the scriptures, Proverbs 18.24 says, um, one who has, in an NIV version, one who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Um, I'm going to say that that friend that sticks closer to a brother, close, closer than a brother, is Jesus. And I think we need to be so close to Jesus that we know his voice. We know when he's calling us onto a special calling. And I think um, each one of us have a special calling. We have a special assignment from God. And it usually doesn't make sense to other people. Um, I love the story. We're going to go through Job as a church, but the the best thing about Job is is the the latter parts of part, parts of this passage of Job when he says um, when the Bible says after he prayed for his friends, Job was restored. Um, I just love that relationship that Job had with the Lord and the fact that his friends needed to be restored and Job's heart of reconciling with them and 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 um, taking them before the Lord was part of the process that the Lord used to um, restore Job. Um, so it's it's important and wise to have good and godly friends. There is a time and a place that um, we ought to be so closely identified with the Lord that we know his voice, even though uh, wisdom and discernment and good godly people might uh, differ. And, um, and then on the other hand, let's be the type of friend. Let's be the type of friend that sticks closer than a, than a brother. Let's be the type of friend that um, is so identified with our Lord and so identified with our friends and their issues that we can go and give encouraging, uplifting, um, and discerning, wise discerning counsel when they need. So uh, find someone to love on as a good godly friend this week and, and, and stay close to the source. Uh, God has a special message for you. Have a great day. Goodbye.